on the Cyclone Sports Network. From Learfield, it's time for the Renewable Energy Group Cyclone Coaches Corner, powered by Renewable Energy Group. Also brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer. It's unquestionably good. High V, the official tailgate headquarters of Cyclone Football. And by Rob Seco, an independent seed company, bringing you the product choices you deserve from the people you can trust. It's time for the Cyclone Coach's Corner. Here's the voice of the Cyclones, John Walters. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Cyclone Coach's Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. Fueling your game for a cleaner tomorrow makes you a winner today. And Ryan Hartclaw is our guest co-host tonight. We're going to have Jamie Pollard along a little bit later in the show. And right now, our guest is Matt Campbell, and we appreciate him coming by as always. Coach, I thought, too. Good football teams playing last Saturday, and uh, tough to come out on the on the wrong end of that deal. But as we were just talking about off the air, you're a better football team than you were two weeks ago. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, you know, again, we're in the the early stages of the football season, and the key to our success has been, and really always will be, can we keep getting better week in and week out? And you know, I, I that's hard to say, but that's the reality of the situation. And if you're just concentrated on the results, you could have easily won that game and said it, hey, everything's great. And yet, there's still areas you got to get better. And so, you know, what I was really proud of our kids is, man, our kids fought like crazy all the way till there was a victory formation on the field and gave them gave us everything they had to go win the football game. Um, I feel really confident about that and a team that that I do. I mean, they have a ton of seniors back on defense, a ton of seniors back on offense, a ton of really good players back just like we do. And it's a really good football team. And when the talent's close to equal across the board, which it is, then it's the team that, you know, precision and detail has to show up. And for us, man, it did in some powerful ways. And yet there were a couple huge momentum swings that it didn't. And, and it cost us the football game. There's three players that stood out a lot more than that. You're talking about the effort. You look at like Zach Peterson yeah. and he's running down on kickoff yep. and I don't know what he weighs, 260, yeah, 265, 280. 280. And he's running down with DBs and then he gets down there and you're watching him what he's doing with their offensive tackle. Yeah. He had him, he was playing with him in the second half. Yep. I mean, he had a great game and Brees Hall, I watched him in the final drive trainers holding him up. He yeah. was exhausted, 231 yards of total offense roughly. And but he he was taking some shots at yeah. the end. They were coming in flying. They knew they had to try to beat him up. And then Brock Purdy fighting like he did. Like yeah. he, his will to win was yeah. awesome yeah. The, the whole day and Agreed. being on that side I told you I walked down I was like, "Well, this isn't cooler than last year the the turf, the heat's from the bottom. It was hotter <laughs> it was below hot. our feet than it was above us, but Watching, there's a lot more examples, but those three guys I thought stood out on Saturday for leading the team in the effort and what they did to, to, to come back and yeah. fight back into that game. Uh, they, and, and I would say, Ryan, those three have been the epitome of who we are. You know, I, I think what makes our program really special is we're going to fight you for 60 minutes and we're going to give you everything we got. And the more success we have, it's those inches and the precision and detail. Those are the things that will define winning and losing. But the character, the attitude, the effort, the commitment. And that's why I told our kids after the game, man, like, I, I hate it for you because I know you wanted to win the game. I want to win the game. We want to win the game. But it's never been about the result for me, and it won't be. And it's really why I love it here, because we get a chance to, man, build a football team. And, and to me, 
it's going to be what's going to serve us down the stretch. That's what's going to be the difference. Can we be the best team in the Big 12? Can we be the, one of the best teams in college football at the end of the football season? And you got to take the some of the areas that maybe we weren't great, but you also got to highlight some of those areas that were just like, man, these are game-changing moments and these are powerful plays. And if we can continue to pour into those and obviously continue to erase those areas that need to get corrected, we're going to be in really good shape here as we continue forward. I think Zach is having an all Big 12 type season. Yeah. And um, Ryan's right. You know, I think he made the tackle on Ebner on the first kickoff he return doesn't. that he has. Then on the punt return, he chases down Ebner to save a touchdown right. and then makes three straight plays. To, to force them into the field goal. I mean, that was the epitome of what kind of year Zach's having. No question. And, you know, I think Zach, it, you go back to all three of those guys, and, and it's starting with Zach, and you look at the big moments that those guys have led this team when, man, the deck's been maybe stacked against you. Man, when your back's been against the wall, and those guys, a lot of those same guys, you know, I, I'll throw Chase Allen into that boat, yeah. too, because, man, a career day, graded out at 91% in the game, you know, I mean, you're, you're talking about some of those guys. Greg Eisworth, man, career day for Greg Eisworth, graded out in the 90 percentile range in terms of, man, those guys have been there for three, four, five years. They've been the difference, and, and they're continuing to fight and show these young guys, man, here's the standard of excellence. And when your A players will fight for the standard, then you know what? I know maybe the result wasn't what it needed to be or where we want it to be, but you know what? That gives us a chance, and you're willing to come come to work the next day and you're willing to fight with those guys tooth and nail and those guys are doing it for us right now i can confirm that so traveling with you these last two weeks i thought it was good to get on the road actually yeah you know getting away to, to vegas i thought we got a lot better that week yeah. and then watching how you guys prepare on the road and getting away from the crowd and yeah. getting away from hey do i have my tickets do i have my family's coming to town where's my tailgate <laughs> to like really locking in yeah. what you have and I think one thing is, as, because as, I think these kids live it, but success isn't owed to anybody. Right. You win nine games last year. No one owes you nine games right. this year. You don't walk in with nine games. Right. It's not like, hey, winning owes us something. Nobody owes you anything. Right. What's cool to see was watching those guys play at that level, compete at that level. When they showed up to the hotel on Friday night when we got <laughs> to Waco, they were ready. Yep. They were prepared. The next morning, watching them go through walkthrough, they were focused. They were prepared. They come out on their opening drive. I thought that opening drive at Baylor was probably one of the best drives of the season, yeah. actually. They were prepared for the game, and they were prepared to, to execute what, the, what they were looking forward to. So I, I think that we look and we, you get spoiled sometimes by a win, yep. you know. But we have to remember, and I, I know you know this, you've won at the highest level, you know, in, in your college days, obviously, and having to come back and do it again and yep. again. But what's cool to see is these players competing at that level after the success they've had. Yeah, and, and I think that's the thing that's, that's probably the most rewarding, why I feel really good about where we are today you know I feel like there's a sense of urgency and a sense of pride about the standard of excellence that we do the common things within our football program and I still evaluate where we are as a football team by those things more than I do what the winning and loss loss column tells us because I know at the end of the day when the season comes to an end we'll get as our work has deserved and as long as we're continuing to fight for the standard of how we do what we do and continue continue to strain to the areas that maybe we're 
not where we need to be yet and we can put our ego aside and this is coaches and players and put our ego aside and say hey we got to be better in these areas and then be willing to fight to get better in those areas yeah. man that that's our sport and you know I, I i said this like you know i there's nothing wrong with this but like man you're on the we play a game in a sport especially here at iowa state that it's team football like yeah. our success is not coming because we're going to score 90 points in a game or we're gonna we're just gonna shut everybody out we have to win football games by team mm-hmm. and that's hard and, and I, I i our society doesn't understand that because we've lost that perception in society and you certainly don't understand that in terms of you know the college football world because it's all about individuals and name image and likeness and all this other stuff that really doesn't matter but at the end of the day it is a team sport and it's one of the greatest things about coaching this this game and it's really one of the greatest things that we've been able to create here is we're going to win because we play great team football and if we don't play consistent team football throughout a football game it it will be hard for us to get the result but man if we're willing to figure out why we didn't get the result and go back and be a great team and figure it out together then you know what special things have a chance to happen it's a journey it's a journey no doubt coach uh breeze had as as hark mentioned a really good day and and, um were you able to get him more space because of the other 10 guys, or was it more that Brees was doing the things that he can do, or what was the combination there? Boy, you know, I, I really felt like from an offensive line perspective, maybe the best game that I've seen them play yeah, yet this together. season, and, yeah. and maybe even throughout the last two years. I really think the perimeter blocking with our tight ends, Jared Russ, and then you, you throw in, you know, the receivers and what they did was outstanding. But there are also a couple runs, the, the first fourth and two of the game, mm. and he rips it up the middle. Yeah. Whew. I, the 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 ability for him even on the fourth and one at the end of the game to 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 make the first down. Um, there's a couple runs that that I don't know if a lot of other guys in college football can do, but you know we're really fortunate to have Brees Hall because he made a couple of those runs. But I, I think really credit goes holistically all around. But there's I think a little bit of both, John, to be honest. Hark, you mentioned uh, and and coach, you mentioned Chase Allen having a great day. Uh, what was the difference for Chase? Well, I think that's the thing I'm probably most proud of of Chase Allen is you talk about we're four games in and, you know, I, I talked about this. Our A players have to play A football. So, yes, we have to play great team football here at Iowa State, but part of us being really successful is our A players have to play A football. And the one thing that Chase is, is he's an A player, and for four games, he's graded out at right around 90% of every game. Wow. And he's playing A football across the board. And, you know, he's as healthy as he's ever been. Um, I think he's he's one of those guys that there's nobody that you can cut open within our program that stands for Iowa State and how bad he wants to see this team be successful more than him. And I think he's led from the front since January. So, you know, I think really proud of what he's about, what he's done, and really what he's consistently done for our team. And again, I think it goes back as you get as your work deserves, right? Yeah. He's worked and stayed healthy and been able to go to work on him since January. And he's getting now what he's worked really hard to become. So you look at the balance of that offense. This is, and we've, a lot of the pregame show, we talk about this. Brent Bloom brings it up. You know, what's your keys? What's your keys? And to me, I feel like this offense, when it has balance, yeah. it, the run game helps the pass. The pass game has helped the run. Yep. You know, sometimes there are teams out there. Wisconsin, they'll go off left tackle 15 times yep. in their own. If they punt it 15 times, they're okay. Yep. Like, that is their MO for us where we've had successes. When we, I think we've done a really nice job mixing in uh, Charlie and Chase last game. And that opened Brees up. Yep. It opened Brock up. It just kind of opened up the whole offense. 
Wisconsin. And obviously Xavier's done a nice job too. Yeah. So any changes there? I mean, I feel like the last two games, the balance has yeah. just been a lot better, and it's, it just looks really good right now. Yeah, and, and I just think, again, you look at those first two games, it's sustaining drives. And, and you know, I, I think there were flashes of – us being where we needed to be, and, and, and I would still go back, and I, I think we were off kilter a little bit offensively coming out of fall camp because of some injuries. You know, when you don't have Brees Hall the last two weeks of fall camp, when you don't have Charlie Kolar, you know, for the last two weeks of fall camp and the first week of the season, it's hard to find your rhythm because offense is so different than defense. Defense is reactionary, and it's go run to the football. We're offensive football. It's precision. It's detail. It's being where you're supposed to be in the timing of that, and so I, I think a little bit of that has been working into to getting where we need to be and getting into what I would say is midseason form. And you had to kind of work through some injuries and you had to work through some things to get there. But I think we're a lot closer where we want to be today than certainly where we were to start the season. And uh, a lot of credit to Brock, too, because I think he's really starting to get into a great groove. Yeah, those two guys you mentioned, by the way, were all Americans last year. So that, <laughs> yeah. that does have an impact when they're not able to practice. We'll come back with more of the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. You train for this all year. Endless hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance, all without spilling a drop of your ice-cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. What's impressive about Pioneer's product development? This is the Germplasm Library on the Johnston, Iowa campus. There are racks of corn and soybean seeds going back to 1926. This is where it all begins. The depth and breadth of Pioneer Germplasm combined with the vast knowledge of Pioneer breeders who have worked with these genetic lines for years. The Germplasm Library. Another place that makes Pioneer, Pioneer. Contact your local Pioneer sales representative. Anything can happen when the Cyclones and the Hawkeyes come to compete. It's where the rubber meets the road. Neighbors become rivals and friends become foes. Some go home brokenhearted, while others are victorious. When the dust finally settles, one thing stands true. No matter which side you're on, you're part of tradition. For those who are Iowan through and through, we're Iowa Corn, a proud sponsor of the Iowa Corn Cyhawk Series. In Iowa, we grow corn, but the truth is, corn grows Iowa. Does it really matter where beef comes from? Meet the facts. Fact. High V Choice Reserve beef comes from the Midwest. So you get only the highest quality beef raised on family farms here in the heartland. Where do the other guys get their beef? We're not sure either. Get the facts at meetthefacts.hyvee.com. The Coalition to Support Iowa's Farmers, working beside you. Hi, this is Coach Matt Campbell. I know that it takes a solid team to create success on the field, and the same is true for your livestock farm. The Coalition to Support Iowa's Farmers can work beside you to develop a winning strategy. So add Coalition to your lineup by calling 1-800-932-2436 or visit supportfarmers.com and get your team started today. The Coalition to Support Iowa's Farmers, your farm, your family. Our focus. 
From Iowa Farm Fields to Jack Trice Stadium, Renewable Energy Group has a play. Iowa farmers produce nearly 3 billion bushels of corn and soybeans annually. Renewable Energy Group uses the oils extracted from corn and soybeans to produce renewable fuels that is used by the turf management team at Jack Trice Stadium and farmers across Iowa. Renewable Energy Group. It doesn't matter the field. We have a play in creating a cleaner, more sustainable environment. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. Renewable Energy Group, reducing emissions, creating jobs, fueling communities. Ryan Harklaw, our guest co-host tonight, and we're visiting with Matt Campbell. Uh, Coach, you talked a week ago at this time about guys being the thermostat and changing the temperature, and we saw a nice Young thermostat play when he punched that ball out that was really an alert play and a huge play in the football game for your team i mean really huge play because you're talking about you know three consecutive drives in the first half that that end up scoring and man they're on the march again and somebody had to stand up and make a play and you know not only was it huge by him getting the ball out but then that ball's on the ground. He dives in there and is able to rip it out again. And then Kamani makes the great job of awareness of getting the ball. I, I do. I think it was a huge momentum-changing play. You know, we're able to go down, put points on the board, and you know, it, it kind of changed the momentum of the football game. And you know, I, I think unfortunately the next play is the kickoff return because we had momentum. It's 21-16. Man, we got confidence and we're ready to roll. And I would say that's the two things in our two losses. You know, in the third quarter we had regained momentum and started off the third quarter with a lot of a lot of mojo yeah. and there were two special teams plays that really both games kind of swung the momentum of the game and and you go back to the you know to the Iowa game and it's the not fielding the punt on the 50 yard line and then you go you go into this game and it's the kickoff coverage piece of it and so um, I mean those are those are things where when you're playing and you're man maybe it didn't start off great both sides of the ball defense this game off last game but you're regaining the momentum and you got it man you got to sustain it and then you got to go for the kill and just to follow up on that real quick special teams just like offense and defense no if, question. if one guy doesn't do his job <laughs> 11 guys look bad right right i mean that's the reality of of special teams and, and unfortunately on special teams it's it is really that one guy not doing his job it can be completely detrimental right yeah. and, and sometimes on defense that can happen offense you know maybe it's a negative yards play or you still have a great play because somebody didn't do his job but the guy made a great play but man on special teams it, it can be debilitating and i i think the the thing that's really positive is schematically we are doing the right thing so that there's been maybe a couple years before where i'd say eh, i don't know if we're where we need to be from a scheme standpoint now it's just we got to do it we got to continue to do whether it's my job in terms of how we do it in practice whether it's how we practice and what we do i know schematically we're on the right page it's a matter of doing our job and making sure that the accountability or putting our kids in the best position to do that job um that that really falls on my shoulders we got to remember they have, I think, 85 scholarship players sitting over there too. Yeah, they have an All-American. I think he was an All-American last year. Or Led, the Nation. Nation. Led, Led the, the Nation. Kick off returns. You're, yeah. you're kicking off to a great football player, right. and so I, unfortunately, have been a part of a team where I was on punt team, and we lose to Minnesota because we give up two uh, punt returns to two two Atwell. We similar story, right? 500 yards. Sure. You know, we have a, we have pretty much control of the game, and that happens twice. What I can tell you is, we and we have to remember this, Like I, I've been at your practice a thousand times, special teams is a part of practice. Yeah. It's not like it's not being focused right. on. 
other teams have scholarship players running around out there. You know, and we have to remember That's that. Right. There's very good football players. And sometimes their key is they need those kick returns. That's the only way they stay in That's football right. games. And I think looking at Baylor, that's the only way they stay in that football game. Yep. But they also know they, they that's their chance, right? That guy's coming out of the end zone yep. every time because that's part of their offense, actually. No question. And, you know, boy, I mean, I will say one of the great weapons we have is Andrew Mevis, and he continues to show that he's going to be that for us. And, I mean, you know, you're talking about, and I think, Ryan, you make a great point, you're, you're talking of the eight kickoffs that we had. Six of them are for touchbacks. Right. You know, and there's two that, you know, get returned. And, and – and when you really look at that play, there are two guys that, man, they're they're trying to do well. Yep. They're not doing their job. If they just do their job, <laughs> yeah. then you're tackling the ball on the 20-yard line. You know, and, and these are guys that have been perennial great players for us. So, you know, I, I think those are things that, you know, man, it's part of it. It's part of growing, and, and it's part of any college football season where, man, yes, that sticks out, and yes, it needs to be addressed, and we got to do a great job of getting it fixed. But you know what? We'll grow from it, and we'll continue to use it as motivation moving ourselves forward because we'll play great returners and you know i think in the big 12 that's one of the great challenges you're gonna you're gonna play a great punt returner you're gonna play a great kick returner each and every week and i think you have a few of those uh, notches in your belt too i jalen Knowles is gonna break one sooner or later boy i mean what he did on saturday i mean what he some of those plays that he makes yeah. i mean what he's going to be for iowa state football is really special and you know the courage and the 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 ability to go get the football He's as good as anybody we've ever been around, and, and it's really exciting. And so I think not only from a punt return standpoint, but I think sooner or later offensively you're only going to see him continue yeah. to add great value. So, you know, you've heard me talk great things about Jalen from the from really January on, and yeah. um, he continues to impress everybody. you got to remember the punter, you know, his average is like 37 or 40 yards. He hit a couple bombs. Yeah. And so, you know, as a fan, you're thinking, why is he catching these over his shoulders? Because that's saving us 15 to 20 yards. Oh, then we're back on the five-yard line again. Again, and trying to fight our way That's back right. into field position. So while it looked not perfect, yeah. the kid hit two great punts. Jalen, three great punts, yeah. Jalen did a great job going to get the ball. Yep. He knew what his job was, and it was an all-out sprint to make it happen. He made some great plays. Great plays, and, and really the ability not only to catch it, but like you said, Ryan, to spin around and get vertical. And, you know, I think an eight-yard return, a 10-yard return, and a seven-yard return, and continue to help the offense out huge. And I, I did think, that, again, I, credit to the Baylor punter you're, you're talking a guy that averaged 38.6 yards in terms of his punt average and who really had a great day and and you tip your hat to him congrats to him but um you know i do think that's growth from where we were two weeks ago we're feeling the football we're getting the ball vertical and we're giving ourselves a chance to help our offense out and i think that's big it's like in basketball when they complain about your free throw percentage defense isn't very good teams are shooting 90 percent from the free throw line i mean these punters everybody turns into rake the high when they play iowa state i'm sick of it yeah. uh, cyclone fans stop by size locker room to gear up for game day size locker room is officially the store of iowa state athletics let's talk about orion vance for a moment because it was great to see him get back out there even for just a few plays yeah. how's he coming along boy i you know I, I think orion just having him back on the football field for this team he is such an energy giver to yeah. our program and man I, our kids feed off of him his intensity what he brings to the table and i think you're only going to see him be able to progress forward going from here but uh, he, I thought he played really well. He had a couple big plays in the game, he, you know, a game where the interior of that defense got challenged a little bit, and I thought he came in and really helped respond and, and did a great job for us. 
So at halftime, you did make some adjustments, obviously. Um, coverage locked down in the second half, I believe. Yeah. And, and their quarterback, Bohanna, he had a good day. It's I mean, really he, he came out and did everything I thought he wouldn't do. I, I thought they were going to come out and run the ball sure. or give, give us everything they had in the run. And I think they, they had like 60 yards of offense or running in the first half, but they came out throwing. What were the adjustments that you guys made at halftime? Because we came out, we were on lockdown. The defensive backs played great in that second half. Yeah, and, and, and really, I, I think two things were, were big. Number one is we, we certainly tightened our coverage down, you know, and, and kind of flipped flipping in and out of some different coverages to kind of help our guys tighten things down. And then I, I think the, the big thing was we were able to get pressure on the quarterback yeah. and tightening that coverage down made him hold the football a second longer and it allowed that defensive line to get there. And some of those plays our, our defensive line was able to make in the second half. You know, Will Will gets a great pressure and he gets a sack. Will's in the backfield gets the tip and knocks it back to the guy on third down. So I think that was the big thing for us is we were able to kind of really – kind of tightened down on those guys and you know you even go back to the first half you know I, I think had a ch couple of chances to make plays on the ball and we just didn't and and I think you know that was that was another thing for us you know you look at that first half of the game it's not like you're not in position to make a play on the ball you are you just didn't make the play and you know as we said some of some of it is we've learned is man you got to make the play in the moment. TJ Tampa, I think, had an opportunity to make a play yeah. you know, in that corner. And he's a freshman. He's playing outstanding football, yes. by the way. I think he's doing a great job. But I was actually staying in that corner when this ball comes in. It was almost like it shocked him the ball was yes. coming in. That's one where I think he t that'll never happen no. to TJ ever again. He's a freshman. Yep. He's a big-time corner for us. Yeah. He's yeah. physical. He can, he's really good on the run support. He did some things that you know of either I thought were awesome where yeah. he didn't make – the tackle be made the ball bounce yep. and then the safeties were cleaning it up but it just looked like that one play he looked like a freshman yep. for a second where there's no way i got this guy covered he's not gonna throw it here the ball drops in i think he makes an interception going forward no doubt and, and i think you know what i would say about tj tampa is there are some really special players on our team there may not be a more talented player on our team than TJ Tampa. And, you know, I think TJ is one of those guys who has earned so much respect from our coaching staff in terms of what he's becoming, where he's at, earning the right to get on the football field. And, you know, man, that's a play in the moment. Like you said, it's a young pup and, you know, versus a six-year senior right. that in the moment, the six-year senior makes the play. But it's okay, great. It happened. How do we grow from it? How do we respond to it? You got to have, you got to have have a short mind and you got to have the ability to, to bounce back and, and that's what I was probably most impressed with TJ is the rest of the game he's got the ability to bounce back like man it's going to happen like it happens to all of us it's how you respond to it and I thought he did a great job of that we're going to come back with more of the Cyclone Coaches Corner fueled by Renewable Energy Group after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield Becoming America's best-selling brand means you never settle. Like the Ford F-150, completely rebuilt from the ground up to be smarter and tougher than ever. Or the Ford Bronco Sport, with a legacy that can't be broken. The entire Bronco family is designed, engineered, and built for adventure. Plus, Ford's complete lineup of SUVs gives you the power, style, and space you need for life on the go. Go to buyfordnow.com or contact your local Northland Ford dealer for exclusive offers on the perfect Ford for you. Sales based on calendar year sales. 
Tournament Club of Iowa designed by golf legend Arnold Palmer. TCI is his only signature course in the state. TCI is a public course that offers a challenging yet enticing experience for golfers of all levels and is now managed by Kaler Golf. Cap off your round with breathtaking views and a delicious meal at the Copper Oak Restaurant. Looking for a unique setting for your wedding, party, or outing? Look no further than TCI. Visit tcofiowa.com to book your tea time today. At MidAmerican Energy, we harvest the wind to provide you with clean, affordable energy. But did you know our commitment to wind energy also creates jobs and generates millions in local revenue? That's money your community can use to fix roads, support first responders, and improve schools. MidAmerican Energy's commitment to renewable energy delivers positive results for our state. And it's one more way we're obsessively, relentlessly at your service. Does it really matter where beef comes from? Meet the facts. Fact. High V Choice Reserve beef comes from the Midwest. So you get only the highest quality beef raised on family farms here in the heartland. Where do the other guys get their beef? We're not sure either. Get the facts at meetthefacts.hyvee.com. The name on the mailbox may say Smith, Myers, Baumgartner, or Johnson, but when you choose to plant with Rob Seco, it includes your name too, making you a stockholder in a company that's invested in you. With a simplicity that makes us easy to do business with, relationships that bring more to the table, the technology, traits, and genetics that take on local conditions, and people with the know-how to use it. And Rob Seco, the only stockholder we listen to is you. Your premier Chevy dealers, proud sponsors of Iowa State Cyclone football and proud to be a part of Team Chevy, the number one selling brand in Iowa for the past 10 years. Thanks to a talented lineup that includes versatile SUVs like Equinox and dependable trucks like Silverado. Visit moreiowansdrivechevy.com today to find exciting offers and a dealer near you. Based on IHS market CYE 2010 to 2020, new vehicle retail registrations in the state of Iowa. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coach's Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University, playing for a cleaner, more sustainable community together. Our guests are Ryan Harklaw and Matt Campbell. We're going to have Jamie Pollard along in just a few minutes, but right now we need to pause 10 seconds to allow our stations to identify themselves. This is the Cyclone Network from Learfield. Coach, we asked you off the air a little bit, but let's go ahead and do it on the air about a couple of your young guys in the program. Uh, you just talked about T.J. Tampa, but in that secondary also, Miles Purchase, Bo Freeler, they're, they're playing really good football right now. Young guys. Yeah, and, and to be honest with you, I think one of the hardest places to play early is in the defensive backfield, yeah. and especially in a conference like we're getting into where you see elite, elite skill. And yet, boy, what these two young guys have done early on has been just so impressive. And I, I really think it takes a great maturity to be able to come in. And I'm not talking about a, a physical maturity. I'm talking a mental maturity to be able to come into a team like this and really a secondary like this and earn the right to get snaps. And, and these two guys have done that. Um, they've done that on special teams and been outstanding for us. And they certainly have done that so far in terms of our secondary play. 
play and and we'll need them and you know you even look on the offensive side and I think you know what Deion Silas is doing and has the ability to do for us um, I think that part is certainly exciting Jalen Knoll in terms of what he's doing in terms of receiving and 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 those type of things and, and then in terms of the punt return I, I think you're just talking about there's a lot of really dynamic young guys and then you can't forget Joey Peterson running down on yeah. kickoff right now for us um, you know I think Tyler Onyedin a young defensive lineman who continues to shine at practice that I think is going to continue to earn the right to to get on the field for us so you know I, I think this freshman class is proving to be really maybe what we thought it was is we thought it was as mature and special of a class as we've recruited and um, that says a lot because you're going to be losing and lost last year and then this year uh, really great special group of seniors and I, and I think even what we have committed right now in this 2022 class we feel really confident about that's what I, I love to see. We talk about this every Saturday so far. You're sick of me saying I'm not, it. No, I'm not. Because <laughs> no, I'm not. Building a program, we're six years in, right? We're yeah. six years. We're at six years right now, and this is not built for like a flash in the pan one season. And, I, right. and I've talked about this, like going to practice. Yeah. There's people, freshmen, that will be playing in a lot of different places. Yeah. And when you're in the middle of a rebuild, they're already playing. Yeah. I love what I see. This thing's not built for 2021. This is built for that 2022 2023 yeah. there's guys out there that can play football hunter deckers is a good football <laughs> player but we're at the table right now because what brock purdy has brought yeah. us to and how good he plays and can you there's not a better person to have right. help train him and then i the first practice i go to number 11 d tackle tyler uh oh you need uh, yeah or down him, whatever <laughs> tyler we're gonna go with t.o yeah. <laughs> i show up to the first practice and i watch inside drill and i go yeah. who's that guy yeah didn't even yeah. know who he was till he show up and that's what i want our fans to understand this thing is yeah, this isn't done. You you're know, right. this is this is built in building for something that's awesome. We're you're in year six of building something. Right. It takes a long time to get your people and in, in, into your system. We're we've been blessed with bowl games and wins yeah. while building something that's not even to its peak yet, and we're setting up for a long term. But back to what you said, because you're senior class and the guys that have come before David Montgomery's and Alan Lazard's and guys that showed them, here's just how you prepare to win. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and I think, you know, it's got to start somewhere. And, you know, Ryan, you and I, I think I've talked about this is, man, so much goes back to, you know, at some point you can talk it, but you have to have some follow through. And, you know, what that's in, in the reality, what that 17 team gave us where you got Joe Lanning and you got Alan Lazard and you got a group of seniors that finally draw a line in the sand and say, hey, we're not going to be the laughing stock of college football anymore. We're going to take this thing and we are going to turn it. And they did. And then you, then you see there were some young guys in the boat when David Montgomery and Jaquan Bailey and some of those guys that, you know, they, they learn and grew through it. And then when their time came, man, they were ready to be great leaders in the program. And then they passed it on to the Kanana Wangdus and the Dylan Saners and the the you know and Lawrence White and those guys leave and now you got it in the hands of and to me that's what I love about what what I get to do is man can you build something that's sustainable can you build something that's authentic and real and can you build something where the players are leaving it in a better place and you know boy I, what a what a it's it's almost like I I'm so invigorated by the challenge we're in right now you know like man like where are we going with this thing like you, you can you can leave this in two months and you could say man i woulda coulda shoulda which probably about 90 percent of the people that play the sports and the teams leave in and say man i wish i could have or i would have or i should have done this 
or you can be the, the group that walks away and says, look what I did. Look how we responded to adversity. Look what we did and look what we had the ability to do. And you know what, young guys in the program, this is how you do it. This is the expectation. This is a standard and we're going to leave it in a better place than we even found it. And um, man, what a great opportunity for everybody involved in our organization right now. It is, and it's wide open right now. You've watched yeah. the Big 12 this weekend, yeah. you know, and you're looking at, I mean, Oklahoma, West Virginia. They, they do what they do, Kansas State and, and Oklahoma State. It's wide open. Right. We played one game. Right, yeah. right. We played one game on the road. You yeah. know, we're coming back home yep. this week. You get to a bye week, you know, and then you regroup, and here we go. Let's go to the final push. Well, and I, and I think the biggest thing is, man, Any we know this in this conference, and, and I, I've, I've always felt this way and probably more than ever, is, man, anybody can beat anybody. And the, the reality of it is it's more even this year than it's ever been. And, man, you, you're going to see this. I mean, we're getting ready to play a Kansas team who they may have the best athlete right now in the Big 12 in terms of their quarterback. You, you see a team where you got a dynamic new football coach that came in there. He's got the kids believing. They're playing their tails off, and you're going to get everything they got. And, you know, I think equally for us, man, we got to get back home. We got to get back to Jack Trice Stadium. We got we to gotta make Jack Trice Stadium, you know, the first two weeks was kind of like eh, in my opinion and that's probably because of us we got to make this place one of the most feared places in college football to play like it's been most of the most of our time here and and we have to light that fire that's not anybody else but ourselves but man it, i think it's it's what a great opportunity and you know at the end of the day man you want to be in a situation where you got a chance to be your best when your best matters and you know we got seven great opportunities and it's gonna it's gonna take everything we got that are guaranteed to us right now by the way brock purdy since he became the starting quarterback at Jack Trice Stadium against Big 12 teams, 12 and one, so uh, something something's working at at home. Um, and coach, he's one of those it factor guys. Yeah. Brock has been from the minute he arrived on campus, and a couple of the young guys you just mentioned, I think just from my very novice observation, seem to have that charisma that their teammates just gravitate to him. And I'm thinking of Deion Silas, who you mentioned, yeah. and Jalen Knoll as young guys who just. You can just see that their teammates love them. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'm not saying there's others that don't fall into that right. category, but those two in particular have just kind of jumped out to me at, man, everybody seems to love those two guys. Yeah, and and, and I think it's it's this, this ability that you're not, and, and we've talked about this a lot on this show, is you're not trying to be somebody else. Right. Man, you know who you are. You're really confident in who you are, and you got the ability to walk in your in the locker room, and you're going to be who you are to a senior, and you're going to be who you are to a freshman, <laughs> exactly. and you're going to be who is. you are to a coach. Yeah. And, and that's hard to do right. and it's an intimidating deal and man that's hard for our population sometimes you go to work and you don't right. want to be who you are you know and those two guys man they're they know who they are they're really confident in what they're about and they stand for what's right and you know what that that's how they're going to live their life on and off the field and i appreciate about both of those guys so i want to go behind the scenes a little bit a little off topic so we we're flying home from baylor and I, so we get on the airplane i see you talking to some some leaders on the mm -hmm. team before you get on the plane you work for two hours on that flight. And I, 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 I've enjoyed doing this, just observing, right? Yeah. I, to me, this is a blessing. I grew up a fan, but I get to watch how you guys operate. You guys worked from, from the minute they got on the plane to the minute we landed. There was, there was not a computer screen that wasn't up. I saw the kick return about 55 <laughs> times, you yeah. know, more than anyone wanted to yeah. see it. But it was multiple coaches, what happened, yeah. right? Breaking it down. So tell me how it what, Give us the back behind what, what's going to happen this week. You land on, on Saturday. What happens on Sunday? Yeah. How do you start preparing, you know, moving on from something that didn't go the way you wanted to to on to the next game? Yeah. 
And, and I think that's the great thing about us, right? It doesn't matter the result. We're going to do it the same no matter what happens. And, you know, I think that's one of the things I love about our staff is there is a standard even within our own operation of we owe it to these kids that win or lose, we still have to improve. And it's our responsibility to set the standard of how we improve. And, you know, we, we get in the plane, you know, <laughs> I'll take you back to UNLV because I think this, is, this was a challenge a little bit. You know, you land at 6 a.m and you know our staff came in and we worked till 6 p.m and wow. you know it wasn't like man you got to go home and get a rest like you got a big game that you got to get on the road and you got to go play and you got your kids are expecting a great plan from you and you know y you jump into this week and man let's find out exactly what it is let's make the corrections we met as a staff at nine o'clock in the morning on on sunday and we we get up and you know i meet with the defense first here's what i saw here's what I think is going to come at you coming forward. And then, man, where are some of these breakdowns? Is it personnel derivative? Is it scheme derivative? You know, I've got my thoughts. I want to hear their thoughts. And then who played well, who didn't play well? And then, okay, great. Then you, we, I go and meet with the offense. We do the same thing. And then we, we do the same thing on special teams. And, um, you know, once that's concluded, and that usually about a two-hour block of reflection, and we then meet as a staff, you know, where are we from an injury standpoint? Who's our personnel going into the next game? Do we have any personnel challenges? And and then, hey, what what is the theme? Like, what have you guys seen? What do you feel like those challenges are? And then from my end, here's what I think is is got to kind of be our theme moving forward in terms of of leaving this thing. And then, you know, and then it's time to get on to the next opponent. And and so, you know, I, I think a lot of reflection. And and I still think it's critical to win or lose. How we go about what we do can't be dictated on that. We got to be our our process has got to be the same all the time. And then we got to do a great job of man. It starts always off of, man, how can we lose this football game, you know, in terms of the next week and the yeah. next opponent. And I, it, for us, it always starts off of what 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 players or schematical challenges do they present to us that can that are going to put us in a position to get beat? And then how do we make sure we don't allow that to happen? And then we work down from there. And that's really our starting point. It's a great question, and I, I want to just follow it up with, because we won't have a show next week, but how do you treat then the bye week? Yeah. Um, do you take more of a 20,000-foot view of the where you at, or, or how do you how do you handle that? Yeah, and, staff. And and I think so different, you know, even than where we were a year ago. You know, like I, I would say the one thing that has been staggering, and 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 man, you played in 96 degree weather last week. Two weeks ago, you play, you, you get back at 6 a.m. and you, you're you're playing five weeks in a row now. And I'm not being a crybaby because everybody's got to deal with this, right? It's not just Iowa State, but I think you have to have some reflection on saying okay this balance in the bye week of man rest and recovery is going to be critical yeah. but equal to man we have to get better we have to improve we we have to take whatever happens in this next week and the result of next week we got to learn from it we got to grow from it and we must get better because if we don't it'll be a real challenge for this football team so I think it's going to be a really fine line to walk but uh, and yeah recruiting is important and all those things are important but I always focus on our team because all those other things take care of itself our team is the most important piece of it and and you know that's where our focus will have to be and our coaching staff we're gonna have to do a great job of walking that fine line of getting better and yes and yet rest and recovery yeah i think you've always done a really nice job i come by practice every once in a while the last five years and the way you practice is different it was yeah. first thing i picked up on and it's i love how you 
it's it's teaching, right? You guys are really good teachers. Yeah. It's not you're not running through 24 periods and then it's okay right. through the motion and go in. You stop practice a lot, yep. and then they break off into their position groups. Teach them, yep. coach them, talk to them, come back, do team drill, stop it, teach them, coach them. And I just feel like how you set this program up like that, and that's why I wanted the, our fans to hear that. Like, I think that is a slight edge that we have over everybody else. So how you've been able to run these things, how you've taught our kids to play the game, yeah. how to travel, yep. how to go on the road and have success. Like, there's, there's little things that I think that you've done. This is one, in my opinion, that's a big one, is how you've been able to, during the season, adjust, coach, teach, and get better every single yeah. week. Well, I, I think it's the key to success. And, and if you're going to play team football, if that's what it's going to take to get there, and knowing that you're not just going to rely on, you know, five or six difference makers each week to win, then our teaching and development has got to be great. And that just can't be in strength and conditioning. And that just can't be, um, we've got a great strength and conditioning coach. It can't just be in nutrition. It's got to be everything in equal. It's got to be on the football field and schematically, we we got to know number one what we're talking about number two fundamentally it's got to start there and then then number three schematically we got to be able to put our kids in the best position to be successful and them know what to do so they're confident on saturday to be able to do their job say so nutritionally that's not good for me i've had a whataburger <laughs> i had milkshakes yeah yeah i have a buffet everywhere i go on the road yeah, no, i'm yeah. so happy to be home yeah yeah like yeah. orders and nachos there I, I, the other. oh yeah i got yeah, we have yeah, nachos yeah, going yeah, yeah. dinner it's like uh, yeah, uh, I, yeah. Gotta, I gotta slow the the dietitian down she needs to yeah, you gotta you gotta know where to stop and start. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, here's another peel back the curtain <laughs> moment for you. When we get done with Matt every Monday, he goes right back down to his office <laughs> and goes back to work. And I know you're gonna do that. So, Coach, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate your time as always. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for having me. All right, you bet. The Coalition of Sport Iowa's Farmers is proud to sponsor Cyclone Athletics, helping farmers interpret rules and regulations, find sites for new barns, exceed environmental rules, and enhance neighbor relations all at no charge. Visit supportfarmers.com to find out more. The Coalition to support Support Iowa's farmers, your farm, your family, their fo focus. Jamie Pollard is coming along next, and we'll be back with more of the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. Is your work environment safe? It can be with help from EMC Insurance Companies. Use our loss control resources for online driver training, tools to avoid slips, trips, and falls, ways to improve workstation ergonomics, techniques for proper lifting, and so much more. Get safety videos and materials for your employees all at no additional cost when you insure your business with EMC. Learn more at emcins.com. Anything can happen when the Cyclones and Hawkeyes come to compete. It's where the rubber meets the road. Neighbors become rivals and friends become foes. Some go home brokenhearted, while others are victorious. When the dust finally settles, one thing stands true. No matter which side you're on, you're part of tradition for those who are Iowan through and through. We're Iowa Corn, a proud sponsor of the Iowa Corn Cyhawk Series. In Iowa, we grow corn, but the truth is, corn grows Iowa. Wherever people work, live, or play, there is a plumber and steam fitter who made it possible. In today's business climate, you need partners you can trust, partners that care about your company and your customers, partners like the plumbers and steam fitters, Local Union 33. Local Union 33 finds the right people, trains them exceptionally well, and supplies a qualified workforce, whether you need general or specialized skills. For more information, log on to UALocal33.org. 
Everyone knows the keys to victory are a winning strategy and execution. And when it comes to crop farming, the most proven strategy for success is to store now, profit later. And the most proven way to execute this plan is with Sukup Manufacturing. Drying and storing your grain in Sukup dryers and bins is the best way to take charge of your grain, maximize your profits, and control your destiny. And with early season discounts underway, now is the time to start planning for next harvest. Visit sukup.com to find your local Sukup dealer today and learn how we can help you store now, profit later. What's impressive about Pioneer's product development? I'm inside one of the server rooms in Johnston, Iowa, and that low hum is coming from the 125 billion data points that help Pioneer narrow down the hundreds of thousands of new genetic lines to the less than one hundredth of one percent of contenders that eventually make it into a Pioneer bag. The server room, another place that makes Pioneer Pioneer. Contact your local Pioneer sales representative. Two teams, one goal. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University have partnered to bring sustainable solutions to improving air quality and reducing carbon emissions on the campus of Iowa State University. Through the use of clean fuel produced at Renewable Energy Group's biorefineries in Newton and Mason City, Iowa, students can breathe easier knowing that two teams are working together in creating a cleaner, more sustainable campus. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner. From Iowa Farm Fields to Jack Trice Stadium, Renewable Energy Group has a play in supporting agriculture and creating a cleaner, more sustainable environment. Our thanks to our friends at REG. We're glad, really glad to have them be a part of our show this year. We thank Matt Campbell, who was our first guest tonight. Ryan Harklaw is our guest co-host, and we're joined now by Jamie Pollard. And uh, Jamie, you tweeted out this morning that 1,500 tickets remained. So we're getting real close to a sellout. That's great. Yeah, I understand. We sold uh, about three or to 400 this morning. So, okay. um, yeah, we've never had three straight sellouts, let alone three straight sellouts to start the year. Um, we also know where we are with the Oklahoma State game, which is, I think, less than 500 tickets. And then wow. the Texas game is after that. So we could put together a string here of five straight games, which um, would be a great streak to start. Well, I know it guarantee you an attendance record for the season, that's for sure. Absolutely. We probably maybe have already got that, but, yeah, but, but we're greedy. Not ready to announce <laughs> anything yet, but uh, no, that's great. And Cyclone fans, uh, it's amazing, uh, you know. But when you start with 49,300 season tickets, there's your base. 49,471, I believe Ooh, now. So, correction. Yes. But yes, that is. That's a great start. Um, you know, and but it's just, it's... It just makes such a vibrant environment. And, you know, Saturday night's a night game, so it'll be the first night game of the season. And, uh, you know, I'm way anxious to see the Jack Trice logo light up inside the stadium. Oh, yeah. So you kind of got to be inside cool. the stadium to see that. Yeah. So, um, that'll be neat. Yeah. Yeah, it's lit up behind us right now, and it looks awesome. So can't wait. Hark? Yeah, no, this is this is a, a big game for us. Obviously, we've got to count on the fans. That's what makes us different, right? I think that, you know, we're going to come, we came off a very tough loss. Right. You know, it's one of those ones you were, I saw you down there obviously as well. And, you know, it was a heartbreaker, but that team poured everything they had into that game. And I, I you, if you're seeing it on TV, you just don't see it. Like standing there on the sidelines, you feel it. And like I said, we were talking earlier with Coach Campbell, they were holding Brees Hall up at the end of the game. You know, he had given every ounce of what he had in his body. What does he do? He goes off and breaks the conference record for the most rushing touchdowns. He ties, I believe, the Iowa State record with Troy Davis and Dexter Green. Is that right? He, he broke the record of Troy and Dexter for career touchdowns. Career touchdowns. He has 40 touchdowns, basically, in 
two full seasons essentially. Right. But, and that's you know our fan base. Like it's great to see them showing up to support these guys. Yeah. They have given everything. And what's neat to see now, these guys are now breaking records. Yeah. And a sign of a healthy football program is when Brett records start getting broken. And that's really cool to see. I'm sure it's, you got to be happy to see what's going on in this program right now. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, you know, Saturday obviously is frustrated because, you, you know, we all had expectations and, um, you know, losing that game wasn't part of the expectations. You know, yet at the same time, it's, um, you know, uh, I saw something. I'm not going to say who just because I don't want to embarrass them. But, you know, long after the locker room talk, long after the post-game press conference, and I was trying to get back out to where I was going because I didn't travel with the team. So I had to cut back through the locker room and the back stairwell. And I opened the back stairwell, you know, and, and one of our players is there in the stairwell in full pads, you know, sobbing like a baby. Yeah. You know, and that's when it just hits you that, you know, we, and I'm guilty of it. We prop them up like there are these, you know, bionic men. And we talk about NIL and all this stuff and drafts and, yeah. you know, but at the end of the day, that locker room is full of, you know, kids that are playing a game and they want to win more than any of us do. Yet most of us think we want to win more than they do. And it's heartbreaking absolutely heartbreaking for them because they're the ones that you know are pouring their heart sweat soul every single day into it and it's a game yeah. right and you know it made me think like you know as bad as we felt like i thought back to years ago when we beat oklahoma state you know and we're all celebrating in the stadium and we all feel really good and i wonder how many of us i didn't thought about how that must have felt for Oklahoma State because yeah. they were one game away from getting in the BCS championship. No question. And we, they didn't expect to lose to us. Right. We crushed their dreams. You know, and we were celebrating and having a wild time and not thinking about probably how it felt to be on the other side or how that fan base responded to that. And, you know, then you get that Saturday and, you know, it just makes you stop. Well, and here's another thing that, you know, I think we're all probably guilty of this a little bit too. We set our expectations for a team and for our opponents. So yep. people think, well, Baylor wasn't that good last year. Well, Dave Aranda took the job, didn't even have spring practice. COVID's going on. Last year was chaos. Two years ago, they were in the Big 12 championship game. They're a good team. Right. And you could see it on tape. Hark and I talked about it before the game. They're good. We're going to have to play really well to beat them. And so there's, you don't play the game in a vacuum. Right. <laughs> there's somebody out there that's right. – you know, it's a very, pretty important game for them too. Well, you know, you've heard me say it 100 times. You know, it's, uh, it's a zero-sum game because somebody has to lose, right? right. So every – you know, if there's 10 teams, five are losing, right? And so – Brings us um, to the new SEC. Sorry. Go yeah, ahead. well, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but, you know, sometimes you forget that, right? right. And, and kind of what I thought about – I mean, I've always – football is so much more stressful than any other sport as a AD, um, you know, because, you know, basketball, the only time I feel like that in basketball is when we get down to the end and when you're in the NCAA tournament and, you know, if you lose, you're done. Right. But in football, with every game, the outcome of the game changes the end of this. You know, we're four in, but at two and two, it you know, it has changed what the end's going to be today. You know, now we got to work back towards that, right? right. And and so they're just, you get that pit in your stomach, right? And um, 
and so it's hard. You know, last year we didn't experience that pit very often. We did right off the bat, and then it went away for a long time, and we forgot what it felt like. Let's do that again. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. You talk about it. I mean, we said it earlier. Winning doesn't owe you anything. No. You know, and you got to come back and do it every time. So I, I like where we're at. I really right. do. We we were talking about it earlier, but I did. We, pre-game, we were talking. I go, everyone's talking about this Oklahoma-West Virginia game. The best game in the Big 12 today was in Waco. And it proved to be, and it was because we talked about Baylor. They had a lot of good players. And you go back down that sideline, they've recruited some really good players as well in the last two years. So I knew that was going to be a good game. You look at it on film, there was no doubt that was going to be a really good football game. So Kansas goes to Duke, is up a lot of the, you know a lot of that game. Duke comes back and win. You know, everyone was saying they hadn't beaten anybody. They beat a pretty. I mean, Kansas is not a good team, but they still hung outside our conference. So again, that was a very good uh, Baylor team. We should have won the game. I mean, we all know that. But, again, I still like where we're sitting right now as a team. We have a ton of talent and the right leadership in that locker room to win games. Well, we'll, we'll be fine. I mean, what's just hard is when, you know, both our losses this year, you know, we didn't do what we know we're capable of doing. You know, it's if you left it all out there, you'd feel like, okay, that just wasn't in the cards today. You know, we certainly left it all out there, but we didn't put our best out there. Throughout the Iowa Corn Sihawk Series, Iowa Corn promotes values that are uniquely Iowan. On behalf of Iowa's corn farmers, we salute all fans and athletes for their hard work and determination, both on and off the field. Just like our athletes, our state leads the nation in corn and ethanol production. Follow Iowa Corn on Facebook to learn how corn grows Iowa. We're visiting with Jamie Pollard and Ryan Harklaw as our guest co-host tonight, and we'll come back with more of the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. Wherever people work, live, or play, there is a plumber and steam fitter who made it possible. In today's business climate, you need partners you can trust, partners that care about your company and your customers, partners like the plumbers and steam fitters, Local Union 33. Local Union 33 finds the right people, trains them exceptionally well, and supplies a qualified workforce, whether you need general or specialized skills. For more information, log on to UALocal33.org. Playing as a team like the Iowa State University football team, the 900 employees of Renewable Energy Group based in Ames, Iowa, play as a team with a focus on safety, integrity, humanity, and driving results. Renewable Energy Group was voted by the Des Moines Register as one of the top places to work in Iowa, and we're proud of our history of reducing emissions, creating jobs, and fueling communities. Providing food, feed, and fuel for the world is a tough job. Making a profit is even tougher. Sukup Manufacturing has a solution. Store now, profit later. Storing your grain in a Sukup bin is the best way to take charge of your grain, maximize your profits, and control your destiny. Sukup offers a full line of bins to fit your specific needs, and with over 80 patents, it's easy to see why Sukup is the world's fastest-growing grain bin company. Visit sukup.com to find your local Sukup dealer today and learn how we can help you store now, profit later. Every day you use energy to power your life, to wake up, to stay connected. Hi, this is John. Oh, hey. To feed your loved ones. Dinner! You don't even have to think about it, because at MidAmerican Energy, we do. We work hard to bring you energy you can count on every day, because the most important thing we put our energy into is you. We're MidAmerican Energy, and we're obsessively, relentlessly at your service. You work for results. 
That's why the Enlist Weed Control System gives you flexible tank mixing, near zero volatility, a wide application window, and proven weed control. Because the Enlist system was built for your results. Get better weed control with no ifs, ands, or buts at Enlist.com. Enlist.com. At Golden Harvest, our best skill is knowing how to listen. From our Gold Series soybean and game-changing corn portfolios to our expert insights housed in the Illuminate Digital Agronomy Platform, everything we offer is an answer to what we've heard from you. This is how we listen. Copyright 2021 Syngenta. The trademarks or service marks used herein are the property of a Syngenta Group company. All other trademarks are the property of their respective owners. And welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner. Iowa State University is living cardinal gold and green through their partnership with Renewable Energy Group and bringing clean fuel solutions to campus. Ryan Harklaw is our guest co-host tonight. Jamie Pollard, our guest. And Ryan, you were just talking to Jamie a little bit during the break about uh, more about that trip to Waco. Yeah, so we, we talked about the trip to Waco and we're driving up in the buses. And you, anytime you go on the road, you're just expecting a bunch there green and, you know, people booing you as you pulled in. The really cool part pulling into that stadium was all the Cyclone fans that were out there tailgating. They had a really big organized tailgate. It was such a great feeling to be on those team buses pulling up to the stadium, seeing that many Cyclones down in Waco. Well, it's funny you mention that because I um, I flew separate to the game on Saturday because I went to cross country on Friday. And so I was out there in the crowd at that DFW tailgate party and they were like, the buses are coming, the buses are coming. So everybody moves to the <laughs> over to the sidewalk and it was just a different perspective to be on that side of it because I've been on the bus many times and you drive by and you see all those people waving to you. Yeah. Well, this time I was in there, you know, with them waving and, and how much it meant to them like that, you know, they can't see in the buses, the windows are, you know, frosted or dark, but it was cool, right? And so uh, a big shout out to Barry Peterson. You know, he does an awesome job of organizing the tailgates uh, at our way games down in the Texas area. And Waco is one that, you know, they had probably 500, I think he said 572 people had registered for it, which actually was a down number for him because they thought the Vegas trip kind of siphoned oh. some people off. But you're right. They had big screen TVs up. They had a Templeton ride display and were handing out samples. They had barbecue. Uh, they had Jeff Johnson. And the cheerleaders, um, I spoke to them. You know, it was it was a good group. What's really cool about that group too is they they take the proceeds that they raise and then they give a scholarship to a student. Right. Not not a student athlete, but just a student, a student coming from, to Iowa State. Yeah, from, coming to Iowa State from Texas, which yes. is, is is really really cool. Um, you mentioned you were at cross country and great performance by uh, Jeremy and uh, the whole the whole program. Yeah, uh, they did. The men and women both did very well. They did really well. You know, our men uh, competed really uh, well against. BYU was ranked third in the country, and we were 11th, so you know we lost by one point. So it was a, basically a dual meet between the two teams. So uh, I no doubt we'll move up in the national rankings. And then on the women's side, the women got uh, second as well. And Kaylee, you know, did what Kaylee does. She won another race. So um, yeah, so great start for them. And, and then volleyball. You know, I got back Friday. I, I went up to Minneapolis on Friday to cross country. I got back Friday night and got to go to watch our volleyball team beat TCU, and then they did it again on Saturday also. So yeah. a good uh, a good weekend uh, for uh, both those programs. So I got the my basketball season tickets are already purchased. I'm excited for this uh, winter. When, when, do, when does practice start up? I believe that started relatively recently, right? The well, um, uh, men's first practice is tomorrow morning, and uh, I'm going to guess women's is 
Tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow afternoon. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, so yeah, they're uh, off and running. Although they've been working out and doing their you know their uh, their team workouts, but official practice starts tomorrow. Very good. Well, and that's that's also an exciting time. And there's a lot of excitement about both those teams for different reasons this year. But uh, you know, the women have a great core back, and the men's team. I think everybody's just been energized by what TJ's brought already in his staff and the recruiting victories they've had. But you can see it in the videos that are going out of his practices. It's just, and I've been there. It's high high energy stuff, and it's good. Right. Well, I, I can't say what poll it was, you know, but I saw something on Twitter today as I was just scanning through that the women are ranked. Was it 12th and something? Yeah, it was. Indies or something yeah. at a preseason well, we'll take it. Yeah, hey, we'll yeah. take it. Hey, that's probably um, not too far off. So, you know, yeah, they they return a great nucleus on the women's side, and that'll be a really fun team to, to watch this year. And then on the men's side, you know, a lot of new faces. And, um, uh, you know, TJ has brought a, uh, a different culture of just detail-oriented. And, I you know, I think it'll be a fun fun team to watch not making any predictions on you know what that will result in wins or losses it's a little early to do that but i think they'll be uh an exciting and fun team to watch yeah i think they're they're going to get on the floor for some loose balls they're gonna yep. they're gonna be organized they're gonna hustle it's, it's gonna be fun to watch all season long pivot bio is sponsoring first downs for farmers donating 25 dollars to the iowa state college of agriculture for every cyclone first down the cyclones currently have 92 first downs that's a total donation of 2300 dollars turn to a better nitrogen turn to pivot bio and uh, just a quick follow-up on that cross-country thing because Jeremy in a new spot, but he's been with the program for a while, and we had him on the show last week, and huh? uh, he was great. And he, you've, just like we talked about with TJ, that positive, high-energy guy, he strikes me the same way. Oh, absolutely. You know, and it's been fun to watch him mature and grow, you know, because when he came in with Coach Smith early on, you know, he was just, you know, he, he wasn't that far removed from being one of the runners. Sure. And, he, and he's one of those people, you know, bless his soul. He looks young to begin with, right? <laughs> he does. So, um, you know, it, he had those two together, and it was like we had this, like, 17-year-old assistant coach, it feel, felt like. But I've really watched him grow and mature. And is you know, I can speak from personal um you know, feedback, because I hear it from my son, is that the kids are loving it because he's just really brought um, a lot of team bonding, a lot of team camaraderie. And, and you know, I think you'll see that in the results. And your son had a great He did. Great he day. ran well. Happy for him, you know, as he's the old man of the group, right? So uh, he's been here forever. <laughs> At he, least. Yeah. yeah. Trying, <laughs> trying to become the first ever five-time Big 12 Wow. Uh, um, you know, first team Big 12. Okay. And well, I, we joke and go, that's a tough one to ever beat unless there's another COVID. <laughs> well, um, let's not have that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that would be really cool, though, if Thomas could uh, accomplish that. He'll get his sure wheelchair over and his walker <laughs> over to the finish line. <laughs> We're visiting with Jamie Pollard. We're going to come back with more of the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group after these messages on the Cyclone Radio Network from Learfield. Your premier Chevy dealers, proud sponsors of Iowa State Cyclone football and proud to be a part of Team Chevy, the number one selling brand in Iowa for the past 10 years. Thanks to a talented lineup that includes versatile SUVs like Equinox and dependable trucks like Silverado. Visit moreiowansdrivechevy.com today to find exciting offers and a dealer near you. Based on IHS market CYE 2010 to 2020, new vehicle retail registrations in the state of Iowa. 
Iowa State University is living Cardinal gold and green. The cooking oil that is used at Jack Trice Stadium and the dining halls throughout the campus is recycled at Renewable Energy Group's biorefineries in Newton and Mason City, Iowa to produce renewable fuel. Iowa State University uses the renewable fuel on campus to power their vehicles and equipment. Together, we're creating a cleaner, more sustainable campus. The coalition to support Iowa's farmers working beside you. Hi, this is Coach Matt Campbell. I know that it takes a solid team to create success on the field, and the same is true for your livestock farm. The coalition to support Iowa's farmers can work beside you to develop a winning strategy. So add coalition to your lineup by calling 1-800-932-2436 or visit supportfarmers.com and get your team started today. The coalition to support Iowa's farmers, your farm, your family. Our focus. At Golden Harvest, our best skill is knowing how to listen. From our Gold Series soybean and game-changing corn portfolios to our expert insights housed in the Illuminate Digital Agronomy Platform, everything we offer is an answer to what we've heard from you. This is how we listen. Copyright 2021 Syngenta. The trademarks or service marks used herein are the property of a Syngenta Group company. All other trademarks are the property of their respective owners. You trained for this all year. Endless hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance, all without spilling a drop of your ice-cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. When did business insurance become one-size-fits-all? At EMC Insurance Companies, we've known for more than 100 years that businesses have unique needs. It's why from coast to coast, we provide insurance packages that are designed and tailored specifically for nearly 500 different types of businesses. Add our expert loss control and quick claim services, and you can see why customers count on EMC to help protect what they've built. Find an EMC agent near you at emcins.com. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University playing for a cleaner, more sustainable community together. Our thanks to Matt Campbell. He joined us earlier in the program. Brian Harklaw is our guest co-host tonight, and Jamie Pollard, our guest right now. And, Hark, you can chime in on this a little bit, too. But, uh, Jamie, we just talked in the first segment with you about the possibility of having a third straight sellout. And I know when you came to Iowa State, the product on the field wasn't necessarily warranting sellouts yet. Um, but you right away kind of identified that we have to make the game day experience for the fans as enjoyable as we can possibly make it. And it was all the things that you can control besides the football product that that go into that. And so have you found that with the additions to the stadium and you know the, the things that you've done around the environment of the football game day that fans you're getting some positive feedback from fans on their game day experience um yeah absolutely you know i think the, the feedback on the changes to the north end of the stadium have been really really positive you know unfortunately maybe it's been a little uh tempered by you know 
Iowa State and every other school around the country because I see it on the um, ticker every morning. Right. All the people apologizing for their shortage of workers. Right. You know, so we've had a few hiccups along the way in concessions and in parking of just, you know, shortage of people and, and the people you have aren't as knowledgeable about, you know, because you got new people from previous years. Um, but that being said, yes, I mean, tailgating, game day experience is such a big part of Iowa State football. And, you know, the, you know, from the South End changes to the concourses and concession stands years ago, definitely years ago, seems like a long time ago, um, you know, is, is just all added to what is a really neat environment for tailgating and coming to a game. So you're looking at the east side of the stadium now. That You broke ground, I believe, over there. Is that correct? Right. Though people will see it's subtle, but you see it as you drive in on South uh, or around uh, University where the bridge uh, footings will go because they've put up the cement barriers and they put up a little bit of a construction fence. And um, my guess is they'll start uh, you know, moving some dirt there to get the footings in for the bridge um, structure. So next year that'll be fully that'll be for done. all can all the RVs and stuff. Correct. There. So that bridge will be done, um, you know, in time that you'll be able to walk across that bridge and dump out wow. by the new RV park, which will have, um, you know, pads, cement pads, and grass areas for every RV spot. They'll all be numbered. They'll all have electric hookup wow. and uh, increased capacity from what we have today. So, um, and I think it'll be a really neat kind of little village back there. I look for we have an RV pass. I look forward to it. I mean, we've been in D four for I don't know how many years now, so we're going to go across the road. But I look forward to that. But. So everybody will get a fifty-five. I think it's fifty-five. It's fifty-five feet long. I I can't remember the width. It's say ten, fifty-five by ten. So you can put your rig on a cement pad, but then you'll have a matching grass area, fifty-five by ten. Wow. To the side of your that'll be cool. So that you're you can you know tailgate, yeah. put up your tents outside your rig, and you'll have grass, so you're not just on blacktop, blacktop. Nice. So John, your 70 footer won't fit in there, but no. We'll, <laughs> yeah. We should have plenty of room with 55 feet. That's, oh that's yeah, pretty, 55 foot is enough to cover. Yes, it, it covers a fifth wheel with the with the truck on the front, and so that's, that's outstanding. Yeah. And then an electric hookup and a, a numbered stall, so you don't have to like queue up on Wednesday to make sure you get your spot. Your spot's uh, there because you know it. That so, won't stop them from coming out. No, they can come, but now you don't have to hassle with, you know, yeah. I always get that last corner, you know. <laughs> no, you're going to know exactly where you are, and you're just going to pull up and pull into it. And nice. I don't think you have to worry about them showing up. It's like, how are you going to kick them out of there? <laughs> <laughs> I know. We've, they hey, stay in all season long. We're going to have fans staying there all season long. Yeah. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> the Cyclones are sacking hunger. With each quarterback sack, Farm Credit Services of America is donating money, and the Iowa Pork Producers Association is donating pork to help sack hunger in Iowa, where one in seven children lives with food insecurity. Donations go to the Iowa Food Bank Association. And Jimmy, you're uh, the NACTA president, correct? Yes, sir. President is the right term, not uh, chairman or whatever. Okay. You're the NACTA president this year. Uh, how's that gone so far? And what have you learned from, uh, from that experience? <laughs> well, I've spent a lot of time on conference calls and, you know, attending meetings. But, no, it, it's um, it's rewarding because there's, you know, there's probably about 8,000 members. And, you know, it's our national organization. And I grew up through it over the 30 years I've been in this. And, you know, it's a, a great organization for professional development and networking. And, you know, a lot of our young staff are part of it. And, um, you know, you feel like you're giving back to the future growth because I remember the people that were presidents when I was coming up through sure. it. So, um, yeah. What's the number one thing on your 
your list or what, what gets talked about maybe the, the hot topic right now for NACTA? Well, I don't know if I'd say hot topic. What we talk about a lot right now is, um, so, you know, we haven't had a convention in two years because it's been virtual both, you okay. know. And uh, so the next convention is, of all places, Las Vegas. Perfect. And uh, and the hotel is Mandalay. So, uh, you know, I said, hey, I did scout work. So they actually asked me to <laughs> look ready. to walk around Allegiant Stadium because we're thinking about doing a welcome event there on a Sunday night. So oh, I was like, I, I got this down. I, I mean, I know where to go and where not to go. So, no, you know, the biggest things in just our profession is, um, you know, really what's going on at the NCAA level of changing, you know, the organization and the Constitution and what that that impact will be amongst, you know, all the challenges we're facing externally from, you know, NIL and academic bonuses and um, realignment. Yeah. I mean, there's more in the hopper than ever should be. So picked a good year to do it, right? <laughs> there's not much you can do to avoid that. That uh, There's always going to be issues, and that's what you're, you're, you're dealing with all the time. We're going to come back with more of the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. Did you know that as a MidAmerican Energy customer, nearly half of your life is powered by the wind energy we provide? That means when you're at home fixing a snack, or at work sending emails, you're using wind energy. Investing in wind helps us keep your rates low. Renewable wind energy. It's clean, affordable, and powerful. And it's one more way MidAmerican Energy is obsessively, relentlessly at your service. While some seed companies put a greater stake in stock prices and anonymous shareholders, Rob Seco knows that what's important to you hits closer to home. That's why you'll find we're focused on your needs. With a simplicity that makes us easy to do business with, a relationship that makes it easy to connect with anyone in the company, and the technology, traits, and genetics you need from any source. Put your stock in the company that puts you first. Rob Seco. Wherever people work, live, or play, there is a plumber and steam fitter who made it possible. In today's business climate, you need partners you can trust. Partners that care about your company and your customers. Partners like the plumbers and steam fitters, Local Union 33. Local Union 33 finds the right people, trains them exceptionally well, and supplies a qualified workforce, whether you need general or specialized skills. For more information, log on to UALocal33.org. You can expand your farming operation by thousands of acres without renting or buying new ground. Sound too good to be true? I'm Shannon Latham. If you love to grow and enjoy seeing others succeed too, you might be made for family-owned Latham High Tech Seeds. You'll not only be working more acres, you'll be representing one of the broadest, most diverse seed portfolios in the industry, bred to perform best in the specific geographic region we serve. It's all true and all good. And if that sounds good to you, let's talk business at 877-GO-LATHAM. Everyone knows the keys to victory are a winning strategy and execution. And when it comes to crop farming, the most proven strategy for success is to store now, profit later. And the most proven way to execute this plan is with Sukup Manufacturing. Drying and storing your grain in Sukup dryers and bins is the best way to take charge of your grain, maximize your profits, and control your destiny. And with early season discounts underway, now is the time to start planning for next harvest. Visit sukup.com to find your local Sukup dealer today and learn how we can help you store now, profit later. We all know a few fair weather folks. They're around when the food comes out. Oh, yeah. Nowhere to be found when the cows are out. With all life's uncertainties, you want a reliable partner with you, rain or shine. 
When it comes to nitrogen, there's a new predictable choice. Pivot BioProven 40, the tiny nitrogen producing microbes that have a big impact on your bottom line. Pivot BioProven 40, predictable, productive, weatherproof. Get a reliable partner, get the new nitrogen, get Pivot BioProven 40. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University are delivering on their sustainability goal by taking used cooking oil from the university and producing renewable fuel that powers vehicles and equipment on campus. And Jamie Pollard is our guest right now, and we mentioned he's president of NACT now, but he's also still uh, a busy guy. You're still on the NCAA Men's Basketball Selection Committee. Right. Third year, five-year term? or Third year, five. Okay, and uh, so you've kind of fine-tuned now your process of how you handle your responsibilities <laughs> for that. Uh, yeah, you know, and uh, as you mentioned, basketball starts tomorrow, so that's a rude awakening that, you know, we, <laughs> we have monthly meetings as it is now, but, you know, in about another, you know, seven weeks, got to start watching basketball and critiquing teams and keeping track of all that stuff. So, yeah, it seems like it just ended yeah. and I got to start it back up. So, um, but no, it, it's, um, it's probably more work than I would prefer to be doing during that time of the year. Um, but it's, it's also pretty cool work. And, I'll, and I'll take it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you say that today until you get into the middle of it. No, you're right. Sunday's, and that's the thing. Yeah. Fans don't understand just how complicated and, and you talk about data. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. I'm a data nut, so, you know, well, part of right that place. is I'm, yeah. But, I mean, it's besides watching the games during the week, you know, it's probably for me, you know, and everybody's different how they deal with it, but I probably have a six-hour block of on Sunday that I have to, you know, I got to go get all the – you know, whether it's the BPI, the RPI, the you name it, the Sagrin, all of that stuff, and download it, get it into my, how I format it in Excel, and run my calculations, because every, all of us have our own way of trying to figure out yeah. how we rank the teams. And so you got to do that for our, all the teams, and um, and then start kind of looking through it all, and and then putting them in order, right? And so that's what I do on Sunday, usually between, like, one and six. So how are those debates? I mean, I, I always thought this on that on that Sunday, so championship Sunday. I mean, you kind of probably know where you're going. You're probably seeding at that point, I'm assuming, because you have your here's my here's our 68 teams, you know, but where are they going to be seated? Like, how are those debates happening? Like, that's a one. No, that's a three. That's a two. That uh, That's my number 10 team. Yeah. Who, does we it could, come down to two people? Is it a vote? Is we, it? we could do a whole show on this. Uh, um, it's. I will just say this. It's nothing like what I thought it was. And so, um, there. I mean, it's a very sophisticated, laid-out process that involves multiple steps. And so the steps at a you know, real high level are you put the teams in the tournament, then you rank the teams, and then we do something called scrubbing the teams. So when you, once you think you got it all set, then you got to go back and take one against two, two against three, three against four, and, and it's ten people, and it takes a majority vote um, to move anybody. And then when it's all done, you've got your list, one through 68, and then that gets thrown into just the computer. We never, like, I've always thought, like, oh, they figure out these matchups. It's all done electronically. Like, Isn't that we fascinating? Because there's all these formulas, like, right. you gotta, can't play somebody twice before this, and blah, 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 blah. And, um, and then the computer spins out the bracket, and then all we do is look at the brackets 
for what we would call like PR things. Like, you know, what's when the chair goes on TV? Because we, you know, we get the bracket print out probably on Sunday around four o'clock and the show goes live at five. So you got to, in that last hour, go through and go, okay, what are the things that people are going to ask? You know, so, but putting the teams in goes through Saturday night to about midnight. You get up Sunday morning and we start, and, and during that time as you're putting the teams in, you're also, I mean, you put them in, but then you also rank them in throughout that week. So they kind of happen parallel, but one's behind the other. But then on Sunday night, or Saturday night, you know the teams that are in absent any game that could change something on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Sunday morning you get back up, and that's when you start scrubbing. And you scrub it all the way down until, you know. Right. A lot of stuff going on. One or two o'clock, yeah. <laughs> Golden Harvest is the seed partner this year it's to fun. listen and provide answers from our exclusive corn and soybean products to service and agronomic support where and when you need it. We're going to come back and wrap things up here on the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. Does it really matter where beef comes from? Meet the facts. Fact. Hy-Vee Choice Reserve Beef comes from the Midwest, so you get only the highest quality beef raised on family farms here in the heartland. Where do the other guys get their beef? We're not sure either. Get the facts at meetthefacts.hyvee.com. You don't just want more options. You demand them. Options that give you more dead weeds. Options from an integrated system. With Enlist Crops, you get what you need without sacrifice. Get better weed control with no ifs, ands, or buts at Enlist.com. Enlist.com. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. We're visiting with Jamie Pollard, Ryan Harklaw, our guest co-host. Tonight we were talking right through the break about the uh, NCAA Basketball Selection Committee. So, Mike, I'm curious about this. Are the Joe Lenardis of the world really as accurate as they say they are? Uh, you know, there's a lot of bracket. It's like everybody's a point guard, you know. Everybody's a bracketologist. So how accurate are these people? And if they are, how do they get that accurate when there's all this data going on are they studying it the same well, way you are here, here's what i'd tell you is you know i was always amazed like how close they would be yeah. right until i started living it and doing it right <laughs> and then what one of the things i do on sunday actually i do it on monday mornings i take what i finished on sunday night and then i go compare what i've got to a couple of those cats okay. every monday just to see and what i started to learn is i guess i was close to them or they're close to me so what it told me was they're pretty accurate. They've learned what to study. They yeah. know what to study, and they're studying it, right? Yeah. And so if you really invest a ton of time into it, I'm not going to say it's not hard, but it becomes a little more academic than you'd think, and really it comes down to probably three or four teams they're getting in but you get pretty close to knowing whether somebody should be a seven seed or an eight seed or a nine seed because I've, i mean i do it the first couple times and you're going well here i do it with melchow yeah. and we'd usually find maybe of the 68 teams 
I may be off by more than one seed on like three or four teams from them. Or as Steve would always tell me, they're off from what you <laughs> yeah, Oh, yeah, okay. he, he would. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think both of us have learned a lot about what goes into that, and there's more to it than meets the eye. I need an internship in March, so if you need uh, some, someone to go along and if, help hey, pick. If, you, if you've got time, one of the things I do on campus here, yeah. I have my own small committee that I basically have that group of people do what I do for the NCA so that I've been involving some more people in the process. And they so they kind of do what I do, not to the, the complete length, but I divide up the conferences and give them each one. So if you got some time, you could always... I, <laughs> I, I watched a little basketball. You, in the could, you could be one of my internal committee members. Always recruiting. And, uh, and Jamie, that's such an important part of your job is, is not just assuming that you have all the answers and listening to a lot of different opinions oh. before you form your own instead of just saying, oh, I got this. You know, I mean, th that falls into every probably every part of your job and every part of all of our jobs. I've called it participatory ship, which <laughs> is at the end of the day, every organization's got to have, they got to know where the decision gets made. Right. But I'm all for giving people participation because that's how you get better results, right? Yeah. But in the end, someone's got to make a decision too. So people say, well, you know, we know Jamie Pollard. We send him all our emails. But there's a whole senior staff involved oh, gotcha. in, in all these decisions and some great people that you have on your senior staff that are... Well, throughout our entire department. No question. Besides just our senior staff, yeah. we've got some really, really talented people that, are, that make this place uh, really, really motor that a lot of people will never even know who they are because they're so far behind the scenes. But, you know, I always joke and say, you know, if I'm at a football game on Saturday night... If I'm not there Saturday night, the game will be just fine. Yeah. But if the guy running the scoreboard or running the sound system, you know, isn't there, everybody will notice. So there's a lot more important people yep. than me. If uh, you're not there, they'll know you're not calling the game, right? Well, and as I turn around, I see the uh, Renewable Energy Group logo. Thank you, Phil Manley. I see the lights on in the stadium. Thank you, Brian Honnold. Yep. And, you know. Uh, I see a nice grass <laughs> field. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, jo it, jo Josh. Josh, Josh Dvertic. Dvertic, yep, yep. And, uh, yeah, it goes on and on. You see the, uh, the, the seat backs. Thank you, Cyclone Club. I mean, it's just, you know, yep. I mean, it's, it is. It's a team effort. And um, That coffee you were drinking? Thanks, Levy. Absolutely. I'll take it. It's the best coffee in the building. Building. I'm stopping well, every morning. most importantly, thank REG. They are great partners on the uh, second quarter score, and we appreciate that very much. We got a room full of them tonight, so thank you all for coming out. Yeah, it's been fun to have them, and uh, they've been they've been great, great partners to work with. All right, six o'clock kickoff on Saturday. It'll be fun to have a night game. Weather's looking pretty good right now. Yep. Um, we're gonna have a great environment. Night games. Um, you know, I know they're not Coach Campbell's favorite because yeah. it's a long time to sit around. And he always kids me because he's like, you'd play well at night. And I said, dang right I would. It's all day tailgating and then a beautiful night under the lights. Can't ask for better. Thanks, Jamie, for taking some time. And Thank Hart, you. appreciate you. And uh, Dave Sprower, our producer on site. Uh, we appreciate him as always. Sam Optograph back in Jefferson City. Hope you can join us again next week for the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by, uh, two weeks from now, I'm sorry, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. been listening to the Renewable Energy Group Cyclone Coaches Corner powered by Renewable Energy Group also brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer, it's unquestionably good, High V, where there's a helpful smile in every aisle and by Rob Seco an independent seed company bringing you the product choices you deserve from the people you can trust
The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Cyclone Sports Network. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.